0: that uh, our pastor uh, Jonathan has asked me uh, to give the word today for Mother's Day. Um, it, I have been able to do it throughout the years and it's always a blessing. Last year I did Father's Day, but Mother's Day is very special uh, for all of us and uh, we want to go ahead and definitely bring a word that um, lifts up every mother's life. So go with me to the book of Matthew, to the book of Matthew. Chapter 15, verse 21 to 28, and we're going to go into this story that definitely it will be a blessing to hear from this mother, this woman that is a woman that, that has faith, deep faith for uh, her child. So let's read from verse 21. And Jesus went away from there, and we drew to the district of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, the, a Canaanite woman from the region came out and was crying. Have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word, and his disciples came and begged him, saying, send her away, for she is crying out after us. He answered, Great is your fate. Be it done for you as you desire. And her daughter was healed instantly. There are many stories that we could have picked today from the Bible to illustrate the love of a mother. The love of a mother and the position where she stands for her children. When their children are in a position of danger, can be by sickness or anything else, her position stays firm, stays, fun, stays uh, together, will never fade away from trying to get to the place where she wants to be. And one thing that we can see of this mother's love is that she is unstoppable, unstoppable of any situation. And we want to thank you, mother, for being unstoppable. With the love that you carry for your children, when we read the story of the Canaanite woman presented here by the Book of Matthew, it is important to mention that this is a woman of faith. Her unstoppable love for her daughter cannot be discouraged. Cannot be discouraged. Her fight for the condition of her daughter. Not even when she finds herself, when we read the scripture, we see that even though she finds herself with with, with Jesus, who doesn't answer, and then we find the disciples criticizing her. She is an example. She is an example of many mothers that we find in the Bible. And this reminds us that a mother's love is full of courage. It's full of determination. It's full of uh, uh, of that eager to keep moving forward. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter how how much testing she goes through. At the end, her goal is to achieve what she wants. Achieve to bring blessing to her children. The question that we wanna that we should ask this morning, each one of us, is how is. A mother's love unstoppable. How is it? And obviously, we want to go ahead and and define the characteristic of this mother. And it's not, let me clarify, that it's not that the father's love is unstoppable. But let me tell you, there's something special going on here. Mothers are something very much special. Obviously, we cannot go through this special being of being a mother today. But one thing is very interesting, is that as a mother, to be able to spend nine months with that baby inside of her, in her wound, makes a whole difference. Makes a whole difference of who is a mother. The feeling of a mother, the love of a mother. And one of the first characteristics that we can find in this mother is that, This mother makes the suffering of her child personal. She makes it personal. A mother will never be at peace while a child of her is going through some situation. Some tribulation, some problem, sickness. Her heart cannot remain indifferent when she knows that the fruit of her womb complains. The fruit of her womb is going through some hard times. It becomes a burden. That's how mothers are. Thank you, mother, for being that person that feels that burden. We need to understand also that that mother, the fiber of her being are moved when they are in a, the presence of Weakness that has not been able to do something else to ease the pain or to ease the situation of her loved one. And this is so because the heart of a mother goes beyond, and let me clarify this, that the heart of a mother goes beyond beyond simple pity. Her love is not just a love that is compassionate. Her love goes from words to action until she achieves her purpose. One of the first things that we think about in this story is how a mother makes her daughter suffering her own. And there are two expressions that I want to bring up to you right now that come from her heart, that reveals the suffering of this mother, what she's going through. First, if we read verse 22, we find in verse 22 that there's a portion there that says, that she says, have mercy on me, O Lord, son of David. And then we find in verse 25 where she says, Lord, help me. Focus. She doesn't say, have mercy on my daughter, O Lord, son of David, or... Lord, help my daughter. No, she says, have mercy on me. This mother put herself in that position of the pain and the anguish that her daughter is going through. And she said, Lord, help me. So she had not only heard of Jesus at this point, about his power, but she discovered that he was also the Messiah. She discovered that only the son of David could have mercy on her. She realized that, that this man had power to bring her daughter to a stage of peace, of freedom. And although she was a Gentile woman, which she was despised by the people of Israel, she had hope for She has hope in the Jesus that she has heard about. That he will be the only one. And she will wait to see what Jesus can be, what he can do with his daughter, with her daughter. So being a Canaanite woman, she must have heard the stories about this God that is powerful. About this God who brings promises. She had to believe. She had to believe that Jesus was the one who will fulfill and will help her through this situation. Her request was directly, her request was there, present. And she said, have mercy on me. With this, she reveals, and this will reveal to us that the mercy Given to children, become mercy given to the parents because she suffered as much as her daughter was suffering. She pleaded with Jesus to help her, to help her because she was going through this pain and sadness because of what her daughter was going through. Her daughter's condition was so extreme. That when she stated her case before the Lord in verse 22, where she says, my daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. Which other versions says, my daughter is seriously tormented by a demon. It's something extreme that she brings before the Lord. And for those who have had experience going through situations with their children, sickness, and or, or, or they, uh, they reveal against their parents. They're going through drugs, alcohol. I don't know. They know the pain. You know, Mom, the pain. You know what you have gone through, how you feel about when your children are going through some magnitude situation. So this picture reminds us also this morning, of the word of Jesus when he said in John ten ten, the thief come only to steal and kill and destroy. So we realize today, not only back then, but today the same is a thief and who steals your peace and joy and hopes for our children. His plans have not changed. He's trying to destroy our young generation. But we have a mother who stands in the gap for her children at all times. The example of this old mother makes us see the importance of interceding to God for, for our children. A good mother will not be happy until she sees her child free, healed, changed. And we thank you for that, mother. We thank you because you're always there ready to do that for your children. But one thing that we see today also while we read in the scripture is that a mother, this mother, is persistent even when she doesn't see the outcome. A simple reading of this story shows us something unusual. And I want you to focus in this word. Because what is unusual is about the terrible pain the the, the, the humble woman was facing at this time. The, the, The Jesus who revealed the word always attended people and had time for them and their needs. He never let anyone wait for an answer. No one ever left his presence without being touched by his grace and mercy. What more? We almost always see him with some conversation and having compassion for those who are troubled. However, here we see something different that is kind of like it's going to take us back. Because we see kind of a sense of indifference for this woman, Canaanite. In Matthew, on verse 23, it says, But he did not answer her a word. He didn't answer her a word. He knew her pain. Jesus Knew what she was going through. He knew the petition that she was bringing before him. He knew where this woman came from. Because of his infinite knowledge. He had to know about what her daughter was going through. And the terrible condition that she was going through. But the mother... Could not have went back when she noticed that Jesus did not give her an answer. And at that moment, her anguish and sadness has to, we have to realize that at that moment, she she must have hit rock bottom. She had gone to the only. She had gone to the only one who could have saved her daughter. But instead, she goes to Jesus. The only one. But he did not answer her. And there we find a mother with great pain. Not being able to understand why Jesus was silent. Why he would not answer her. And to make things worse, imagine, to to make things worse. The last thing that this mother wanted to hear was a complaint. But look what it says in verse 23. And his disciples came and begged him saying, send her away for she is crying out after us. It didn't matter. They could have complained as much as they wanted to. But that mother did not stay quiet. Even though. They acted like they didn't care about her problem. She was persistent for her answer. And we do not know how long her daughter had been suffering, obviously, but suddenly she had spent nights listening, seeing the reaction and then the, what her daughter was going through, what she was facing because of the demon that she had inside of her. Whatever time this mother had to wait could not compare to the time that she had already suffered, so it didn't matter for her. She didn't give up. She kept crying out to Jesus. She kept begging. She kept insisting. She had found the savior of her daughter and was not going to give up at that time. Here we have one of those great lessons of life for all of us. This mother kept her faith for her daughter. It is true that that she was tested, but she discovered the power of being a person who will stay focused on God. God who is greater. She discovered that the lack of response at that moment didn't meant a simple no. Here we have an example of a mother who for the love of her daughter did not decrease the intensity of her appeal. And only a mother is capable of doing that. Only a mother is capable of of not being concerned of of, of the situations that she might have gone through she understood that her her child is priceless it's a treasure for them a mother is capable of waiting as much is needed for a response and verse 25 26 we're going to see how this mother her love goes beyond And this area, too, because it's a love that endures any unexpected response. And one might think that Jesus' silence was enough to make this woman to just walk away. Disappointed about the situation. But she kept following. She kept following without giving up. But for someone... Who had not other choice? Might have went, might have walked away from it. Not this mother. She stood there. She had a chance to save her daughter. And he was so eager on her to do this that she comes forward and interrupts the walk of Jesus, kneeling herself on the ground. And she said in verse twenty-five. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. At this moment, Jesus broke his silence. And I can just imagine that when he broke the silence, she must be like expecting the word. Expecting something good coming out of this, uh, uh, this the, the silence that she heard before. Now he's about to speak. She was excited about it. He's about to bring a word of healing for her daughter. But she heard the last thing that she ever thought that she would hear. In verse 26, Jesus said, It is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs. Wow. What what we would do. What have you, what will you have done after hearing this answer? How long will you have stayed there? Jesus' response was like, like a cutting off all hopes for her. But this mother had something powerful in her, which every mother has, which is, which is unshakable faith, unstoppable Faith. Her faith is beyond understanding. And that's what Jesus will admire about her later. Her faith was suggested to highest test that only could resist. No one, and notice that Jesus answers, will totally change everything. Jesus' answer tells her that she cannot receive any favor because she doesn't belong to the family. She was from the dogs. So therefore, she did not deserve the children's bread. But wasn't Jesus being too rough with her, with this poor woman? No. Jesus will never do anything that contradicts what he is. And rather, this speaks to each one of us today. That in search for divine good, each man and woman shall know that we do not have the right to share the children's bread. That what we can aspire is Relation to God is simply His mercy. When we come to God, we must let go of what we consider our rights. And instead, go to His divine mercy. That's what we receive. And that was the finally discover of this mother. Only mercy we can request. Only mercy we should expect from God. His mercy. And she knew that she did not deserve the children's bread. She knew that. But then, this is how she responds. In verse 27, she says, the crumbs that fall from their master's table, that's what I deserve. So this mother shows us a great lesson about humility, humbleness. Thank you, mother. Thank you, moms, for being humble. For knowing how to reach out to God. And your times of trials. And staying firm. This teaches us that the way we must come near to God when we go through test. There is no claim in your petition but brokenness and humbleness. Even if the answer isn't what you expect. Beautifully how she ended up kneeling. The best way to wait for mercy. And we find through this love of this mother that this is a mother's love that her heart will be lifted up at this point in her life after having victory. When Jesus saw the way that this mother was facing all the tests... The test that rose against her, testing her strong faith, he praised her with these words. Verse 28 says, O woman, great is your fate. Be it done as you as your desire. For you as you desire. Jesus knew. He knew this mother's heart. He had gone the region of Tyre and Sidon and he knew he was going to test the fate of this mother. It should be interesting for you and me to know that in uh, that in several of the encounters that Jesus had with men and women where they extraordinary fate was tested and they were not people of his own town. The Jews who called the Gentile dogs who we'll have to admit that in them there was more faith in Jesus than in themselves. And we can see this when we read the scriptures. John 1 verse 12, 12 to 13, the word of God says, But to all who did receive him, who believe in his name, He gave the right to become children of God who were born not of blood nor of the will of the flesh nor of the will of man but of God. And here as we see the story we have a mother who the Lord granted her granted her the opportunity to be His daughter, and this was given by her own fate—the fate that she had for Jesus—and also the healing of her daughter, which was something she was expecting. She wouldn't stop until she received the healing of her daughter. With this example, this mother shows us the true face of maternal love. It shows us that a mother loves is unstoppable, unshakable. A mother loves goes beyond our understanding. That she will not give up until she hears, be it done for you as you desire. For all the mothers who are watching today. I can think of many. There's one mother specifically that that I would not say her name. But she has an older son. And always my conversation with her. She always speaks about how she keeps praying for her son. That she will not stop praying for her son until she sees that he is back focused on God. That the struggle that he's going through with addictions, she believes and she knows that one day he will be free. We thank you, Mother. We thank you for all of you who are praying for your children, who are standing in the gap. Sleepless nights because you are just there seeking, making sure that your children receive the blessings. You who kneel before the Lord asking Him for mercy, for help because your child is going through some situation. Thank you. Thank you because we know that when your son, your daughter, has gone sick many times, you go there to the hospital. And you stay there. And you focus on knowing that he will be healed or she will be healed. You stay there. It doesn't matter the time. It doesn't matter how long you have to stay there. You will stay there. Thank you. We understand today at the same time that this is an opportunity for us to understand that this Canaanite woman, not only was able to receive the blessing to see her daughter be healed, but also for her to have this encounter with Jesus. And a lot of times, as a mother, you might get weak in the spirit. You might get distracted like Maria did. You might get confused about situations. But I'm asking you today to stay focused on Jesus, to seek his presence. Do not give up because he is in control. She didn't hear an answer from Jesus. But she didn't give up. And you might to until today you might not have not heard anything yet about your petition. Do not lose sight of it. Stay focused. Keep praying. He will answer when in his time. A lot of times, those times of silence only brings us to a place to realize and understand that we have to let go things that we are focused more than him. That we have to spend more time Spiritually, having that communion with Him, silence will help us to be persistent. Today, we acknowledge you, Mother. Today, we give you an applause because we know that the Lord had made you with something special. That a father or anyone else do not have. You had the blessing. The blessing that you give birth. To be able to manifest the love of God through you. Thank you. We would like to close. And by closing today... This is how this story will end. The Word of God says at the end, and her daughter was healed instantly. Her daughter was healed instantly. What she was waiting for. She was waiting for those words. I believe that obviously not only her daughter was healed instantly, but I can just imagine what happened in her life. Going through all this situation where she even might have felt rejected, might have felt like they didn't care, about what she was going through. Something happened with her. Something had to change who she was. One thing is for sure. I feel that after that, she was never the same. And what a blessing because now she was a testimony. A testimony of God's power when you reach out to Him. A testimony of not giving up and waiting for God to make the changes. Jesus is your hope, is your Savior, is everything. When we finalize this verse, it says, and her daughter was healed instantly. We need to ask ask this question, at at what moment did this happen? Well, when the mother faced the battle of her faith. The moment when she remained unstoppable, firm, and hopeful until she saw her victory. The moment when, when she trusted Listen, mom, when she trusted, she trusted Jesus as her friend. That even though at the beginning she could feel him hostile towards her plea, something in her kept her believing in his goodness and that was the faith that she had. Dear mom, dear mothers, Here is an example of what you do. Here is an example for you to carry on through generations. Thank you. Thank you for being that person that is persistent at all times. Many of our children can be seduced. By the devil's work. Dominated by rebellion and so many other things. But we understand today that even though that could be happening, you are there. And you will not allow it because of the love that you have for your children. Come out and encounter Jesus. And if you're watching today and you're one of those mothers that this really is speaking into your life but you don't know much about Jesus I encourage you to connect. Connect with the church. Call someone. Send us an email. Send us a text. So we can get back to you and let you know about this encounter with Jesus. That'll change your life. No one has more interest in freeing our children than Jesus. And a mom, if you are there with your children, if you're there with your children, and all that we are also, we also have mothers. We are children of a mother. As we have heard this example of this mother who's unstoppable with the love that she has we know that our mothers are her their love is unstoppable with the love that she has for us let me just clarify today because around the world through facebook instagram and everything else today the traffic about people saying thank you mom happy mother's day People are ready to do parades, send flowers, postcards, and so many things. But let me tell you something. All that is in vain. All that is in vain if you do not, if you're not able to give her the best gift that a mother can receive. And the best reward that they can receive from you and me as daughters and sons is obedience. If there's no obedience to recognize the effort and dedication of our mothers, then everything else is in vain. You see, obedience is an everyday thing. It's throughout your whole life. Obedience is how we recognize the labor, the suffering, the love of a mother so let's acknowledge them with obedience and this is very interesting because the same obedience that we should dedicate to our mothers is the same obedience that we should have toward Jesus she had obedience this Canaanite woman she had obedience before the Lord she stood firm with her faith She didn't walk away from it. How will you and I respond today to this kind of love that only a mother can have? Thank you. We thank you, Mother. For that love that only you can bring to this world. I would like to pray for you this morning. So why don't you go ahead, if you are with your family, why don't you embrace each other. If you're a son or a daughter, why don't you go ahead and get close to your mother. We recognize those also single mothers. Those spiritual mothers that are out there, thank you. Because you all are making a difference in this world. So let's pray for you. And let's thank God for your life. Father Almighty God, we just want to thank you. Thank you for giving us the opportunity of coming together here as we do this in a way that it's kind of hard because we would have we wanted to have all the mothers here in church. But at least, Father, you give us this opportunity that we can, Father, be able to do this stream live. And we understand that the words, Father, are not in vain when they come from you. We pray for each one of the mothers who are present we ask you that you, Father, will keep giving them the strength, the unstoppable, the unchangeable, the fate that they have. First towards you, then, then is poured out to their children. Thank you, Father, for their lives. In your name, Father, we thank you. Amen. Amen. Happy Mother's Day. <laughs>